Well, hello, ladies and gents. Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com, and today I have special guest Crystal and myself. This is episode 300 of the Keto Savage podcast. It's crazy to think that we are 300 episodes in, but alas, we are 300 episodes in. So Crystal and I went to the farm this past weekend. We just enjoyed each other's company. We relaxed. We sat by the river. We went hunting. We just enjoyed the beautiful atmosphere that the farm has to offer. While we were there, we brought the microphones, we brought the recording equipment, and we decided we were going to record episode 300 at the farm. So because of that, the audio isn't stellar, but the message is pristine. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this conversation. We, we just kind of did a recap on 2020. We did a recap on all the things that we've learned over the past year, all the things that we're super excited about going forward. And I truly, truly enjoyed the time with Crystal and the conversation we had. And I have full confidence that you will as well. So Without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast, Podcast episode 300 of the podcast with my lovely wife, Crystal Sykes. Hello, ladies and gents. Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com, coming at you live with my darling dear, Crystal Sykes, my lovely wife. And we are at the Sykes Farms. We're sitting by the river. This is episode 300. We're doing a video and we're doing a podcast. So if you're watching this, feel free to listen to it on iTunes. If you're listening to this on iTunes and want to see the video, feel free to watch it on YouTube. We've got... What are you drinking? Uh, mine is a vodka and Coke Zevia. And I'm drinking a Whistle Pig whiskey with a Coke Zevia. Cheers, babe. Cheers. Cheers. Episode 300. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. This is your podcast. Mm. You have to come up with the subjects. So first of all, it's like we're on the, the bank of the river. The audio is not in the studio, obviously. And the microphones are not the best of microphones. So hopefully the audio is coming through clearly. We just want to do something different. We got uh, This is episode 300, like I said, which is crazy to think about in the first place. 300 episodes in. And we're at the farm right now. We got Jack sitting in the sun next to us. I'm going to go hunting this evening and went for a run earlier. We're just enjoying life right now. I feel very relaxed. I feel very at peace. And I feel good. I feel good. I just wanted to throw the camera up, record some video, record some audio, and just have a relaxed conversation with my lovely wife and just throw it all on social <laughs> so people can know what we talk about. When I take a drink, you're supposed to say something. I'm not very good at that. <laughs> so, I figured we could just kind of do an update. I feel like the last episode you and I had together was when we... When was the last episode? I think I, I had just launched Lady Savage. That's right. You had just launched Lady Savage. Let's just talk about... When we move into the building, which we'll talk about the building, but when we move into the building, we're going to have the new studio, and we're going di- to do a deep dive in pretty much everything that's led us up to that point but i'd love to just let's let this podcast be our recap on 2020 we got one quarter left of 2020 and let's just kind of talk about how it's impacted us thus far what we've learned what we've what we've benefited from what we've suffered from and how we've kind of taken everything in stride throughout the year 2020 it's like a good conversation okay that sounds pretty good 2020 has been a crazy year for everyone, I feel. Mm -hmm. But there has definitely, like, I feel like we're all 
getting used to talking about the negatives of 2020, but there has been a lot of really positive things that have come out of it as well, I think, for for us and for a lot of other people, too. I mean, there's been really good and there's been really bad, and I think it's important to recognize both of them. Totally agree. So let's start with a, an introduction as to what we had expected 2020 to look like going. I was super excited about 2020. Um, I started my competition prep in November of 2019, and I had planned on doing, I think, six competitions in 2020. We had all the conferences lined up. I think we had six or seven weeks of straight-up traveling away from the compound uh, scheduled on the calendar, and one and a half weeks before the first show is when COVID broke out and everything canceled, and that kind of rewrote our plans. But I think going into 2020, we were just filled with excitement about what was to come. Yeah, we had like a lot of different things planned with all of the businesses, I feel, um, and just for us personally, and some of those things we ended up doing, and some of them we had to cancel or adjust or whatever, but I, yeah, a lot of it changed. I think just having the six weeks of travel be completely canceled and then not really being able to go anywhere all year was extremely weird for us because... We like every year we travel a lot, um, and we actually I think we got to go to Ohio for um, the keto at the cabin with Jessica and Derek Ty. And the keto I went to the metabolic health summit, which was in oh, January. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we went to both of those earlier in the year. And the Omaha keto summit. Oh, that was in January. Yeah, yep. that's right. Okay, so, so we did get it. We did get a couple of really good things in. Um, but then right after that, it was like as soon as we thought we were going to get crazy busy, is when like everything came to a halt yeah and honestly like having not had the comp the conferences and the competitions that we had anticipated like i think we crave face-to-face human interaction there's only so much you can get from social media there's only so much you can get from a podcast and like just speaking for my crew like with the keto brick crew i feel like going to the conferences like KetoCon. Having them behind the booth, having them interact with people face-to-face and coming up and talking with them. I feel like that just solidifies why we do what we do. And not having that, I feel like, made it very hard to have that that reignition of, wow, this is this is awesome. Mm-hmm. It was, that, was a, that was a big challenge. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's just been an interesting year. I think it's been an interesting year for everyone and... And everyone's trying to adjust to having not seen everyone and still trying to connect on social media, but not really knowing if you're able to post positive things or good things um, because it's been such a year for everyone that everyone's going through something completely different that you don't really know what to say to who and what's going to be okay to post and what's not going to be okay and who's going to be more sensitive, you know, things like that. It's like, it's just been such an interesting year of like trying to read people, um, and just the situation that we're in. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I feel like for the competitions, I don't know. I feel like the reason, the main reason I do competitions is because I feel like I gain like just some massive perspective and I have a lot of internal growth and even though the competitions got canceled, I feel like this year was still definitely a year for internal growth. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like it was necessarily a negative in that regard. But the thing about it is it was an internal growth that all of us were forced to 
experience at the same time. And that was kind of cool. Like, for us to all go through something challenging at the same time. And it, it just kind of took the whole, oh, they don't understand. They don't have to deal with this excuse right out of the equation. I feel like that allowed people to band together. But unfortunately, it also forced them to push apart, which was not the desired result. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, <laughs> you just took, took a drink. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I'm in my own head laughing. Sorry. What <laughs> <laughs> was so funny? Okay, continue. Is that hitting you already? Yeah, like no, three sips. Definitely not. No. So I want to, um, you launched Lady Savage on your birthday, mm-hmm. which was June 2nd. Okay. And that was also Blackout Friday or Blackout Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. So if anybody remembers, recalls, Tuesday, it's just been a crazy year. So we had the pandemic hit, and that kind of rewrote everybody's script. And then shortly after that, that really started picking up in what, March? You're probably March, April? Yeah, yeah, I think it was March. Yeah. And then in June, and then actually before June, I think, April, I think May is when like all the the racial rioting mm-hmm. and protesting really picked up speed and then you had that's that's when we recorded this the last yes. podcast because that's you right. were about to launch Lady Savage and you were launching it on your birthday. Yeah, we had, we had, we talked about this in the last podcast. I launched it on my birthday and little did I know it was also Blackout Tuesday on social media and that was like a really big burn on me um because I did post that I was launching the business and and I just got a lot of backlash from that and we won't go into detail on that because we've already done a podcast or video on that um but yeah that was an interesting time because I that was something I had been looking forward to so much was launching Lady Savage and doing something um kind of within the niche that I was hoping to I I've done a lot for like Keto Brick and Live Savage and um and keto savage and things like that but this was really something that I was able to kind of dive into um, not specifically for myself but within like the the women like female um, kind of way of things and um, yeah it was kind of like such a weird kickback and it's been such an interesting time uh, after navigating through that month I think it was just like a weird emotionally like exciting scary uh, sad. It was like a whole bunch of mixed emotions, um, just because there's so much that you put pour into these things. Um, and some people were excited, some people were mad, some people, you know, it was just, it was just an interesting time, but, um, not to go into more detail on that, but yeah, that was, that was an interesting thing that happened this year. Yeah. I feel like the, the way the timing worked out is the pandemic came and that's initially bound everybody together because it was like, okay, we're all subject to this at the same time. Let's all band together, rally behind a common cause, figure out what we need to do, and and go with it. And then all the racial rioting and protesting picked up, and that totally drove a wedge between so many different groups. And then that wedge was further amplified as a result of the pandemic. Like, are you on team mask wearing, team no mask wearing? Like, all this weird stuff's going on. And you had just launched the business, so you're trying to figure out how to fit into that Mm -hmm. without being, you know, seen as a negative or or being petty or superficial which was a weird dynamic Mm -hmm. and all the while we're trying to grow keto brick Mm 
it's just weird having a business because mm-hmm. like do i post about the business do i not post about the business um what do i do and i feel like we took the stance of we can only control what we what we can control let's let's do that to the best of our ability and double down on what is in our direct path our reach and what we can do and let's if we if we project ourselves positively responsibly with that then hopefully we'll have a rub off effect on other aspects of our life mm-hmm. yeah and i think you know uh having a business again during this time has been super interesting and super um you just you never know if you're making the right decision or if people are going to read into what you the decisions that you did make but we tried to do our best as business owners and then to also support other business owners as well um, I think that's really big it's kind of like what goes around comes around and it, this is just a time that we all really need to help each other and get through this time and um, yeah so it, it, it's a it's been an interesting year but I think that that is a huge aspect of like what kind of helped push me at least through this time with the businesses and things is knowing that I'm able to support other people as well. I'm supporting small businesses and local businesses and things like that um, through all of it and not feeling, trying to not feel weird or guilty for posting anything about the business or doing a launch or anything like that. Um, So, yeah. I feel like it's not, there's definitely big things going on. There's big things going on that have a lot more of a paramount impact than what is going on in our day-to-day world. But that doesn't necessarily negate the fact that we still have responsibilities in our day-to-day world. Mm-hmm. And we can't be the best version of ourselves. We can't be the best leaders for our employees. We can't be the best for our community if we shirk those responsibilities and only focus on the macro. Like... The macro is made up of the day-to-day tasks of the micro. And I feel like we recognized that early on and just tried to focus on what we could control. And I think because of that, we were able to keep a solid foundation. Like, for instance, when when life is crazy for me, I never sacrifice my nutrition and my training. Like, I double down on those two things because if those two things are in check, then my ability to regain composure and pick up the rest of my world is just much more likely and I feel like we tried to to emulate that same philosophy towards our business when everything else is going crazy mm-hmm. yeah and I think a lot of it too is for us we are very mindset focused and focusing in on the things that are positive and that are going well and uh, just trying to bring light to those things um, some people don't do as well you know, when, when there is negativity going on around you, they don't really want the positive. But for us, it was important for us to remind each other, um, that there are, there are good things that have, that have come out of this and there are good things to still look forward to and all of the things that we are blessed with. Um, so I think also just like mindset was a huge thing this year. And I think it's still a huge thing for a lot of people, um, that are still, you know, we're still working on things, trying to get through the end of this year and um, just trying to pick pick yourself up when it's not easy to do that. Yeah, I think right now the main hot topic that's driving a lot of decision making, a lot of overall attitude is all the political stuff going on because at the time of this recording, the election is like 31, 32 days away. Mm-hmm. And 
unfortunately, political election years just, mm. it forces demographic groups to pick a side. And it's sh- it, that's just an, an unfortunate reality of the world we live in. You know, are you left? Are you right? Are you Republican? Are you Democrat? And it's unfortunate to see that all just amplifying the negativity rage even stronger in light of everything else going on. But I feel like one thing that you and I have done, especially in the past month, that I've really appreciated about us is that we've dove super deep into human psychology, why people think the way they do, how to reason, how to ration, how to how to remove ourselves from the situation and take a an empathetic approach and try and put ourselves in other people's footsteps and understand why they think the way that they do. And I feel like that has given me just so much more perspective and appreciation for the fact that I don't know all the answers. I don't, I'm not always right. And there's something, I've always said that you could learn something from everybody, but I've like, that's rung true on an even deeper sense over the past couple months. And I think, I think that's good. I think we're learning a lot. Yeah. I've always been really interested in personalities like I really like the personality like tests and enneagrams and things like that and it's been really cool to like have you to actually talk to you about these things now because a lot of those things really do matter I mean people really do have an enneagram type um, for the most part and reading into like psychology and why like why people think the way that they do um, a deeper understanding of maybe what's happened in their past can um, affect the way that they think now and it's been really cool to be able to talk to you about that and we are really good at I feel like checking each other Robert just checked me the other day <laughs> I think it was yesterday and he said but why do you think that way or why why does it sound like you're shut off to that side of things and um and then I just kind of like had to go back and I said I really have to just look at the comparison of the two and really decide if I really do believe that or if I was just so opinionated um, for really no big no reason and um, so I did go back and I did kind of confirm what I was thinking but it was good that he was able to like check me and say do you believe that because that's what you've always thought or did you do you believe that because you actually looked at both sides of things and I like really have appreciated that about us and like the way that we're growing and understanding that there's so many different ways to look at every situation and and you'll have you'll be be able to be more empathetic like you were saying you'll be able to be more empathetic because you can actually listen to both sides without immediately in your mind trying to argue your point you can truly just listen from an open-minded place i don't know if people realize this about us but you and i are very very different we have totally different upbringings we have totally different you know how everything (laughs) yeah everything and i feel like because of those differences it's only benefited our relationship. There's been definitely hard times. We've had some pretty intense disagreements and arguments. But I feel like we respect each other enough to to try to understand why one another thinks that way. And then we grow from that knowledge. But we are not the same by any stretch of the imagination. Like in every way possible, we are the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> and they say opposites attract. 
but I think it, it I think it kind of depends because I've seen some relationships work out really well and they have very similar personality types. I think like positive opposites attract. Yeah, and we're definitely both positive, but it is interesting because I feel like if we had two different personality types, it may not work out the way that it had, even if we were opposite. But the way, like I am very much so the hard, disciplined, assertive, aggressive, this is what I believe in and this is why and I'm going to, I'm hell-bent on making that work and you are much more so the compassionate, you know, loving, merciful one and if it was all you, we wouldn't make as much progress and if it was all me, we wouldn't make as much progress Mm -hmm. but because we respect one another and can leverage each other's strengths, I feel like our relationship has grown and our ability to lead others and illustrate a point and just motivate a group of people has improved. Yeah, I could not agree more. I feel like we've been able to uh, dive deeper into a lot of different situations. I feel like we've grown so much so much in the last several years but like so much in I think this year in realizing and lifting up each other's strengths and you don't think oh you're just being too nice you're just doing this you allow me to do what I do and being empathetic towards certain people and being the way that I am and then I can bring to you my point of view or the way that I was able to read the situation and then you can bring it yours to, to me and we find a really great place to meet in the middle but it, I think it took us a while to like really be able to see each other's point of view and why it's beneficial that we are opposites and really find this r- great even ground and not to say that we're perfect because we 1000% are not but I feel like we've found this really like beautiful medium ground where we can both not settle, but come together and recognize that there, there is a whole lot of the in-between that if you can bring one side and I can bring the other, it's just really great. It's interesting, though, because if you strip away and distill everything down to its core, we have pretty much the same belief system and like what we value to be inherently true. So even though we're bringing a very opposite you know perspectives to the to the table i feel like we're able to just agree on the common goal and then get behind that yeah like the foundation of what we do is the same like the same foundation like core true belief or goal is there and then it's we usually just go about it like differently and being able to kind of watch each other do our own thing and then recognize why they're different has been really cool. One thing that is not deep down at its core, you know, paramount in our ability to succeed in life is our interests. And we have very different interests. And that has shown through. And we know that it's like superficial to a sense, so we don't really like let it weigh heavily on us. But a lot of the things that I love doing, you don't really have an interest in. And I'm talking That's about true. sailing <laughs> right now. I'm big into sailing. I love sailing. My my parents got into sailing. 
Uh, so a little, little backstory here. Uh, my dad, my dad's freaking awesome. And anything he sets his mind to, he's able to just excel at. He's, he's, he's a master of nothing, but he's a jack of all trades of everything. So he decided that he, he, he read a book about sailing, decided that he was going to learn to sail. So he read a bunch of other books about sailing and then randomly bought a sailboat, taught himself how to sail. Then he bought a bigger sailboat. And then he just bought a massive sailboat that he's going to sail around the world in. Like him and my mom are going to sail around the world. And I'm super excited for him. I'm super proud of them for just like saying, you know what? I'm not going to live the stereotypical life. I want to do something crazy. I'm not going to just retire and wilt away into nothing. I'm going to buy a boat and sail around the world. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. Yep. And I would love to be part of that with them. And I probably will on certain stints of the journey and I bought their first smallest sailboat my brother and I did and my brother and I learned to sail and Crystal wants no part of it (laughs) well um you know there's certain things in life where you just really love it or you just really don't and water's been like one of my really don'ts um and you did surf though when you lived in California by the way you look like a little California surfer girl right now with your headband and do I yeah okay hippie surfer girl. rocket <laughs> um i yeah i did i grew up on like near the ocean and my brother and my brother-in-law and my dad were really big into surfing and when i was younger i totally did that and it was great and it was wonderful but i never really liked lakes and rivers and the ocean and being on a boat and things like that i just i've it's not that i didn't like it, it's that like everything inside of my body told me it was a bad thing and that I should never like it. Uh, so that was a really difficult thing for me. I try, I've tried to give it a shot several different times and every time I have a really, really difficult experience. And, um, yeah, it's just interesting. It's just one of those things that's really hidden deep inside of me that I just, I can't understand why I don't like it. Um, but actually recently, oddly enough, my, my dad just told me, cause he came out and went sailing with us and I had a really difficult time on that sail. And he was like, yeah, well, your mom was the same way. Um, my birth mom was the same way. And I was too little to understand anything at that point uh, you know, by the time all that happened. So, um, it was just, it's just interesting. Cause I'm like, well, maybe that was like really bred inside of me that I should just hate water or boats or whatever it is. And I, I really want to, because it's a big family thing. Like his parents love it. His brother loves it. He loves it. And it's extremely hard for me to, to have, it's not a fear. It's just a dislike distaste for water and boats and things like that so it's just weird it's very odd and I hate that about myself so I've really challenged it but it's been difficult yeah I'm kind of giving up hope on her for ever being a sailor for anybody that doesn't know anything about sailing I didn't know anything about sailing and I didn't really ever look at sailing and be like wow that's something I'm really gonna get into but having learned to sail and now sail pretty regularly it is freaking amazing like you have propulsion without a motor, so there's no noise. You're just out there in nature, powered by the wind. And the way the sailboats are designed, this is like on a lake. You know, if you're in the middle of the ocean 
you're on a boat that's not fit to be on the ocean, like you, you can definitely capsize and it could be bad for you. But if you're on a lake and you know what you're doing, it's pretty foolproof. Like you're not really going to tip over because the keel, which is the weight underneath the sailboat, counteracts and acts as a counterbalance to the wind that catches in the sail. So you're not really going to tip over. And if you do tip over, the weight of the keel would just flip you back right side. So it's a pretty safe thing to do. And the cool thing about it is if it's a windy day, you got a good gale force wind coming in, and you, you do everything properly, you can heel that boat over at a pretty significant angle, like 45-degree angle. And it's like water's coming up on the side, and you're like, man, I'm about to tip this thing over. But you don't because as soon as you start to tip over, you lose the rudder, and the boat corrects itself. And Crystal knows this. But for whatever reason, she yeah. thinks she's still gonna get capsized and eaten by giant sharks or something. Like that. <laughs> I'm not really sure. It's I I it, I can't explain it. And if you have something that you are like this with, you realize that it's like an internal in like it's a it's like an instinct that your body like I will. It's like I'm, I can almost gag, even though it's nothing. Oh, she to, definitely gags. When nothing when to do with turning over. She starts gagging. Yeah, it's just like nothing to do with food or eating or anything. But there is something inside of me that like makes me gag, even though I and I, I can't understand it. And I'm not gonna get sick or anything. It's just the weirdest thing. I also hate flying, so I will drive everywhere. Unless I have to fly or unless it's just really ridiculous for me to fly or to drive, um, I really, I just really dislike flying. And I, I will fly and I have done it and it's fine. I get through it. But I just really like the ground and I think I should stay there. And it's weird because I love the sailing and I also love flying. It's like so <laughs> much so to the point that I've considered getting my pilot's license and like flying places. And I look over at Crystal and I'm like, hey, we should get a pilot's license and then we'll just fly and sail and i love scuba diving let's go scuba diving and no. <laughs> all these things crystal's like vehemently opposed to i love hiking she loves hiking that is one <laughs> thing that we've we found common ground on but i think common ground ground keyword ground, ground. <laughs> for those of y'all that do not know we are eventually going to get an rv we were originally going to convert our van but we had to use that for the business we use that for all of our shipping needs but we bought the van with the intention of converting it into a camper and just doing like a 50 states tour with the van but now that we're using that for business we are going to eventually get an rv and we're going to do a 50 states tour and i'm super excited about that and that is on the ground not in the water or in the air and i cannot wait and i think you'll be all right with it yes i loved i love traveling i love um seeing new states and seeing new things and meeting new people and things like that i just really like to be on the ground when i do it which is crazy because more people statistically die from the car ground accidents. car accidents yeah. than any of them totally but, oh well such is life so why are we drinking crystal um, because it is enjoyable. What's our take on alcohol with keto? Oof. Uh, we do not drink on a regular basis, and we don't suggest that people do. However, we occasionally like to enjoy a drink um, just to wind down, just to hang out, just to because we want to enjoy a drink together. 
And so we don't, I mean, if you have goals in mind, such as like weight loss and things like that, or uh, goals in your fitness journey, then that's a time to take a break from, you know, drinking alcohol and whatnot. But when you are in your off season, your bulking season, your maintaining, and you want to enjoy a beverage with a friend or a family member or whatever, then do as you please. Um, I think it's important not to crazy overdo it, but, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit here and there. Yeah. And I feel like our, it's going to be very different for each individual. Like if, if I was still struggling with eating disorders, I wouldn't try and tempt myself with a piece of cheesecake, you know? Um, but I'm not still struggling with eating disorders so I can have a keto cheesecake on special occasions. I've never had a problem with alcohol. Crystal's never had a problem with alcohol. Uh, you never have a problem with cigarettes. And she doesn't yeah. smoke anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Well, and I, I used to drink a lot, but I, di- I never had an issue with it. It was not ever an issue to just say I'm not going to drink anymore. Um, but, yeah, I was definitely addicted to nicotine for a yeah. while. But you're not anymore. Nope. And you don't smoke because there's just clearly no health there's benefit no to There's no benefit to it. And there's a lot of really bad things because of it. And I was, I've always been vehemently against smoking. I just, it kind of grosses me out. And before we got into fitness, before we got into keto, and we first started dating, we're just going all over the place with this I podcast. I know, we are. <laughs> we are all over the place. But it's kind of fun. Yeah. I like doing that. So Crystal would, she, she tried to stop smoking. Mm-hmm. And okay. she would do the vape pen. Yes, but okay, so Robert and I went on our first date in January. And that January I had a surgery scheduled and my doctor told me I had to stop smoking and um so I was like fine and I had a friend that used the vape pens and I asked her about it I spent all the money on it I did not have any money at the time but I had enough money to buy cigarettes so I said if I buy this thing I don't have enough money to buy cigarettes so I bought the vape pen and Robert still hated it yeah, well, you would you would use the vape pen. I didn't, I didn't hate. Yeah, I think I got a bug on me. Yeah. I, I didn't hate the vape pen. I hated the concept of smoking. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, she would deviate from the vape pen, and she would like have a cigarette with when she was at with her friends or her cousin or something. And then she would come back after having brushed her teeth, washed her hands, chewed I, like, gum, all washed inside all the stuff. of my nose, like yeah, ugh. and. I think I've got like a an incredibly heightened sense of smell for whatever reason. I've got a really good sniffer on me, and I could just sense the fact that she had smoked, and I wouldn't kiss her. He would not. He was evil. He was like, <laughs> he's like, you smoked, didn't you? And I was just like, no, yes, I did. Yeah. And he he's like, I'm not gonna kiss you. I'm just not. And I didn't ever know when it, the smell was gonna go away to where he would finally kiss me. So. Yes. So, I gave her the ultimatum: no kisses if you smoke. And that combined with the fact that she knew it wasn't healthy, she stopped smoking. Mm-hmm. And and now I, I kiss her more regularly. <laughs> um, but all this to like full circle, bring it back to the fact that we're drinking alcohol oh, yeah, right now. Right. We don't drink on a very regular basis when we do drink it's like a dry farm wine or um i've really been enjoying kind of like tasting different types of whiskeys and trying to improve my palate for whiskey and i i splurge on the whiskey i'm not gonna lie i get high-end whiskeys because 
not always, but generally speaking, the more expensive whiskeys have a cleaner distillation process, and you're not going to get all the residual. I've, I don't know what all the I don't know that much about whiskey, but you don't get all the residual additives and particles that are going to yield the hangovers and just the the toxins. It's not near as clean, and you're going to have more of the negative like hangover effects, and you're just not going to feel good. With the higher end whiskey that's been distilled, been properly filtered through you don't get all those negative effects. So a little bit of the high-end whiskey with a Coke Zevia hits the spot pretty good. And you're drinking vodka. Vodka, yeah. Tito's. I'm kind of a, a wimp when it comes to alcohol. I used to be okay with it, and I think I just overdid it at one point in my life, and I can't handle a whole lot anymore. I do enjoy this. I, I enjoy like when Robert gets his nice whiskey and I can just have some a little something with him. But if I were to just get something to just super enjoy and sip on, it would be a really nice wine. I'm a, definitely a wine lover. Um, I kind of just drink this for fun and just to change it up. But if I were to drink something more on a regular basis, if I did, it would be like... A dry farm wine or something like that. Speaking of wine, I had an amazing podcast with the founder of Dry Farm Wines, Todd White, and he really opened my eyes to wine, and I'm super excited to just exclusively buy and drink his wine. However, much to our dismay, we have realized that Arkansas does not allow incoming shipments of wine, so I cannot go on a Dry Farm Wines website, buy wine, and have it shipped to Arkansas. Which yeah. is crazy. You also can't buy alcohol on Sundays in Arkansas. That's not like a normal thing everywhere else. But in Arkansas, you can't buy alcohol on Sundays. There are some dry towns still. Um, and so it's it's as annoying as it is because we want like a, a better option for ourselves with the, sugar, like with the least amount of sugar. Um, we unfortunately can't. It's such a bummer. Yeah, so if you are in a neighboring state to Arkansas, <laughs> particularly northwest Arkansas where we're going mm-hmm. to be moving. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Um, let us know, and we'll have our wine shipped to you, and then we'll just swing by and pick it up. So that's, that's, our, that's our plan. I think uh, Marcus Aurelius Anderson lives in Oklahoma. <laughs> he sent us a save the date the other day because we were invited to his wedding. He's an amazing guy, by the way. Yes. And um, he lives in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So we may just have him ship may have our wine shipped to him pick it up there because um, we're cheap we really like that. are winos i guess winos <laughs> not really um, it's just when you know that you were getting something so quality you don't want to settle for anything less so it makes it worth it but just such a bummer that we can't get that here yeah speaking about northwest arkansas let's dive into that so we've talked about do we talk about the building on the last podcast we did no. I think we were like getting. We were like, we gave him a hint, and you asked me if you should hint at it more, and I said no. Yeah. So on the last podcast that Crystal and I did, it was in June, right? Yep. And at the time, we were, we knew we had found the building, and I think we had put the offer in at that point. Yep. But the offer, the the contract had to get an extension. There was a lot of you know things up in the air still. So it wasn't official, and I didn't want to make the announcement that we had gotten the building until it was official. Mm-hmm. I've since talked about it on the podcast with other guests, and I've talked about it on the YouTube channel. So everybody knows that we bought 
the building in Northwest Arkansas, which will be the Compound 2.0 that is currently under renovation that we're going to be moving into at some point in 2021. But now that that is official, and this is the first podcast that you and I have had since then, let's talk about it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You excited? Yes, I am so excited. We, For anyone who doesn't know, we looked at property, we looked at buildings, we looked at all different kinds of things for many, many, many months. I think it was like almost a year that we, yeah, were, it was a year. We, that we were just searching and looking and trying to find the right place. Um, that was another thing that we were really looking forward to in 2020 and just kind of knowing that we wanted to lay the foundation for for us to be able to go back up to Northwest Arkansas and kind of just settle in a little bit. And so we had been searching and looking and this one was just perfect. And we got really excited about it. It was a long process um, trying to get everything settled for it, but I am so excited. We were just able to go up um, earlier this week and take a look at it. And it's just really cool to see them, you know, changing some things on the insides, knocking down some walls, rebuilding some things. Um, It's just really cool and kind of doesn't feel real at times. Like you just are constantly like, is this my life? Is, are we doing this? This is crazy. Is this not crazy? You know, it's just, it just does not seem real sometimes because life has just changed so quickly and yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about life. So just to give anybody listening a little crash course on our history, uh, we launched the business, we launched Keto Savage in 2016, and we launched Keto Brick in 2018, I think March of 2018. That was our, yeah, our first launch. We had been working on it since 2017, but we launched, yeah. I made the Keto Brick during my 2017 competition prep. We decided to make it a business, so we officially launched it as a business in 2018, at the time, we were living in Northwest Arkansas in a little bitty tiny apartment complex. We were super in debt. It was not looking good. And we were leasing a commercial kitchen space in Little Rock, which is three hours from Northwest Arkansas. We would drive down there, make bricks all nights. You know, it was just a, a non-sustainable process. And then after our lease was up in Northwest Arkansas in that little townhouse we were living in, we moved to Central Arkansas to be closer to that commercial kitchen space that we were leasing. In that process, we found this old bakery, which is where we're at currently. It was Arkansas Fresh Bakery, and they had a chocolate factory. And it had gone out of business a couple years prior, but it had like the freezer space, it had commercial kitchen space, had everything we needed. So we decided to jump on that. We got that lease, we got locked in on that lease, and that is where we're at currently. We started with one and a half buildings, and then we got a third building. So now we have two and a half buildings that we're currently leasing. And that's the compound that you've seen in all the videos. And that's where we make the keto bricks currently. We live at the compound. We live in one of the office spaces. And uh, we have like everything. We have like the, the podcast studio, the offices, the commercial kitchen, the freezer, uh, the break room. And then one of the offices we turn into our bedroom. So we have a mattress. It is in a different building. We should clarify that we don't make the bricks in the same building that we live in. Yes, they're yes. Com- they're completely separate. The building that we live in is also the building where the gym is. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the gym that you've seen in the YouTube videos, like that's all in the same building. And 
we're running out of space because the keto brick business has continued to grow exponentially and we need more freezer space we need more space like right now the three buildings that we're leasing total uh 7,500 square feet i believe is what it winds up being um but we need more space and we've always wanted to be in northwest arkansas so we were looking up there we were originally looking to buy land just vacant land blank slate and then build a compound and then also build our house on that same piece of property but none of the prices worked out nothing was really where we wanted it to be and we kind of got discouraged because nothing was panning out but then we found this old harps building harps is a grocery store if you're not familiar with harps um, but there's five walk-in coolers in this building it's on four acres it's got a massive open space it's got it's got room for everything we wanted so we jumped on that to put an offer in we had several extensions several issues several inspections several everything but it finally worked out we closed on it what month did we close on it the end of july i think it was like july 27th or something yeah july 27th and we now have that building so we have this 15,000 square foot old grocery store that is currently getting completely renovated. We, we stripped out all the old office spaces. Um, we're polishing the concrete right now. We're rebuilding all the interior walls. Everything's getting a total makeover. But when it's all said and done, this is going to be like the actual compound. And it's going to have our home base in it. It's going to have the kitchen in it. It's going to have our Live Savage apparel in it. We're going to bring all of our apparel production in-house like we have with the bricks. Everything's going to be in our own fingertips, and we're, we're, we're excited. Yeah, we're super excited. He did say home base, and that is going to be the home base for the compound. We, however, are not looking to live in this next one. You don't we're, want to live in an office anymore? No, we're No, we're not. We're not going to do that. You want to talk about some of the, the funny things that – come with living in the warehouse uh yeah uh okay let's talk about the showers yeah we're the shower. gonna, that's where we're gonna start because that was the most interesting so we, how long have we been living here two and a half um, years two and a half yeah uh yeah about two and a half years i think mm-hmm. and um so when we moved into the compound in when we moved into the warehouse it did not have a shower it had two bathrooms neither one of which had a shower because it's a warehouse and so Robert and I had not built out our gym yet, and we just said, oh, no big deal. We'll just shower at the gym after we work out. So even on days that we didn't work out, we still went to the gym to Planet shower. Fitness. Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness, yeah. We did also have a local gym that we also went to. Um, we paid a member. Yeah, 10 Fitness. We, we paid a membership at both of them, and we would shower there and work out and do all the things. And imagine, just imagine for a moment Every time you want to take a shower, you have to go to the gym. And sometimes you don't want to work out. Sometimes you just want to take a shower. So you were that weirdo walking into the gym, taking a shower, and then leaving. But that was pretty interesting. I I finally, after, I don't know, 10 months, convinced Robert to build us out a shower. Yeah. And it was simply because my sister and brother-in-law were going to come and stay with their kids um, for our wedding, and I said, I am not making them go to the gym to shower. And <laughs> my sister had actually visited one time before, and she did go to the gym to shower, but I felt so bad. So Robert finally like made 
a shower for us. I ripped out one of the toilets yeah. in the other bathroom and then built up a platform and made a shower that fit over that platform. So we have a shower now. Mm-hmm. But but for the first, like, 10 months of living was, there, yeah. there was no shower. Yeah. We also don't have, like, a regular kitchen either. So we don't have, like, a regular kitchen sink or anything like that. We don't have an oven. We just have, like, a little tiny... Con- portable. Yeah, a little portable oven. We don't have a stove. We just have, like, a... What is that called? Um, air fryer. No, we do have an air fryer, but the little... The stovetop thing. Oh, it's like a little electric uh, induction cooktop. Yeah, it's like a single-serve single, single serve induction cooktop thing that we have. And, um, yeah, it's just really – it's very interesting. All of our personal stuff fits within one office room. Yeah. So we have everything that we own from a personal standpoint in one little office room, which is our mattress. And we bought these, like, little cheap dresser things yeah. with our clothes in there. But everything else is all business stuff. So it's 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 been kind of crazy and I feel very fortunate because I don't feel like most women like my wife would be keen to live in a warehouse space and shower in a gym for 10 months <laughs> and not have a kitchen but I'm blessed to have the woman that I do because Crystal's an angel and she's accepted it and charged forward wholeheartedly and uh I think it's been pretty cool honestly living in the yeah. the compound it has been really cool, and we were both, like, gung-ho about it, especially in the beginning. It was, like, totally fine. We are like, we're going to make this work, um, especially since everything had been, like, really tight financially, and we were really trying to dive deep into Keto Brick and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so it, it was really cool, and over the last, you know, two and a half years, it's gotten little by little a little bit more annoying for me. And so I am I am trying to make moves to getting us a home of some sort. And um, we are saving for a home. Yes, we're saving for a home and we don't know what we're going to do going forward, if we're going to rent or buy or what. Um, just kind of see what's out there when the time is right. But I am extremely happy to get a house, um, a home. It is it's funny all the things that you take for. Well, I say this very humbly knowing that I am very um, blessed in my life, but it's funny, the simple things in a house that you don't even think about on the day-to-day basis. I am blessed to have a roof over my head, so I, I say this not to, to sound ignorant, um, but not having some of the regular things that are in a house, I'm very excited to have a house and have a home in something that is mine eventually. Um, but it's funny the things you don't even think about when you normally live in a house. But then when you live in a warehouse, you're like, oh, that would be nice to have. Oh, I forgot that I like that. It's just really funny. We go and stay at an Airbnb and I'm like, I can cook in a kitchen. Like, I'm just so excited. I'll tell you what, though, like when we moved to Northwest Arkansas, like when all the renovations are done, you know, I'm going to be able to have the compound and just that's going to be my little sanctuary. And then Crystal's going to have her house. That's going to be her little sanctuary. We'll make some babies, some little savages at some point, and that's going to be good. We'll get a dog. It's going to be great, actually. <laughs> we'll get a dog. We'll have a, a little homestead and be able to, like, put down our roots. But I'm incredibly excited for what's to come in the coming years in Northwest Arkansas. I feel like Northwest Arkansas, it's like a different 
state than the rest of Arkansas because it's got that's where you've got all the big businesses. That's where the that's where you know Walmart's headquarters, Tyson, JB Hunt. There's a lot of money there. It's where the university is. It's where a lot of the talent is. It's where a lot of the energy is. So I'm just incredibly excited to be there, build our compound there, build our our home base there, have our home there, and then be able to pull from just the energy and the talent that's there to continue to grow the business and just give back and get plugged into the community. We're both incredibly excited to get plugged into the community because that's one thing that we feel like we've we've not really sunk our teeth into in central Arkansas because we know we're going to move and it's just a totally different vibe. So I feel like Northwest Arkansas will be, it'll be good all around. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. I am really excited about the community. Um, trying to figure out like whether we're going to live in the same area as the business or not, and being able to dig, like have the opportunity to maybe dig into even several different types of communities. And you know, as we do have kids, like getting to get to, getting to know different moms and things like that, and other business owners, and um, you know, getting to know their families, and just really being able to connect with a lot of people, a lot of it, different types of people. Um, I'm yeah, I'm super excited about that. I'm excited to just meet more people and know that like that is where our foundation is going to be. Right now, we've we've kind of just been like up and down, knowing that we want to go to Northwest Arkansas, but still being in you know Central Arkansas, knowing that we're going to be here for a little bit longer and not really wanting to dive in too much, but but still want that connection. It's just been a very interesting time, so I'm really excited to go and just know like that is our home, our home base, and we can really just choose to dive in at any time with any group or whatever that when we're ready for it yeah in northwest arkansas it's in the ozark mountains and it's just it's just incredibly beautiful and i don't know we, we met up there we, we went up there last week to look at the building they're working on staining polishing and staining the the floors in the the building right now so that's all looking super good they've done a ton of demolition work and it's just coming along quite nicely um but while we were there, we met with um, a web development group because we're in the process of revamping KetoSavage.com. More on that later, but I've got some pretty exciting things in the works with regard to our brands and our future and current business endeavors. But while we were meeting with this web development group, it was people around our age that were just super excited about business, entrepreneurship, innovation, technology, and like that fills my cup being with people that are equally as motivated driven and excited about what's to come that is like therapy for me like i don't i don't i don't get a lot of that in central arkansas because i feel like it's just a totally different demographic so i feel like when we relocate to northwest arkansas and are just you know deep 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 into that on a daily basis it'll be I think y'all as an as a listener group, as an audience, as our community, as our supporters, will be able to see a difference and feel the difference in the energy that we put out when we're also surrounded by people that have a similar energy. Yeah, I could not agree more with that. Just just simply having other people around who feel as motivated or feel as excited, even if it's in a completely different niche, a completely different type of business all having the same type of mindset. And what's interesting for me is I was never really like 
a business-minded type of person. And I am still not to the degree that Robert is, but I can still have so much respect and so much um, excitement hearing those conversations and allowing myself to learn more. And I never went to business school. I never, you know, didn't do any of that kind of stuff. So it's really interesting for me to hear the different types of conversations or hear words that, you know, we've been talking or that Robert's been talking about in a podcast or whatnot. And being able to actually understand some of the conversations as when, when we first started the company, when we first started the business, I didn't know anything about anything. And now I'm actually able to dive into those things. So it'll be really cool to dive into those communities, knowing a little bit more, but being still so willing to understand and hear out how different people are going about different things with employees and um, you know, just how they've set up their businesses and how they keep the motivation going and things like that. It's just, I'm really excited. I think it'll be really great. And we want to, we, we want to give back. Like that's, I think always what, what we build our foundation on. Like I've always said that we want to give more value than we take and we want to act as an inspiration and act as a catalyst for other individuals growth. Um, but we want to surround ourselves with people that are like just inspired to be more um and we're constantly looking for for talent so we're about to revamp our websites as i just mentioned um we're probably going to add some some content and pages to the keto brick website keto savage is getting a total makeover um lady savage is under works like i'm building out a whole new website for keto competition prep specific specifically i'm writing a book about that specifically we're about to totally revamp a lot of the stuff that we're doing. And with that, we are ex- incredibly excited to bring on additional and just more talent. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I feel like I'm humble enough to recognize the fact that I, I don't know all the answers and I can't be the best leader and employer and, you know, owner of a company uh, as as possible if I'm if I'm wearing all the ta- all the hats all the time and I want to bring on more people that have a similar vision, a similar interest pool and just similar, um, not even similar, but different talents, um, different, different interests, different perspectives. So as we transition up to Northwest Arkansas, um, we're, we're going to be constantly looking for people that want to get involved with what we're doing. And we're going to dive more into that in the coming months um, but in listening to this podcast, if, if you want to get involved with what we're doing, if you want to get, if you want to be part of the family, part of the team, part of the, the ethos, then shoot, just reach out, you know, like we, we're putting our feelers out there to try and build something bigger than us. And we're excited about that opportunity. We're excited about just gaining more perspective and adding to the family. So agree more i'm very excited to bring on some new new types of people people with different talents people with um just things that we we don't robert and i do not have and able to pour their passions into what we have going um i think that that's super important and it's it's going to be really cool to just see people who are so excited so passionate um about whatever it is that they excel at and be able to see all of these different types of passions combine. Um, it's just really cool. We have um, a couple people right now who 
are able to like dive in a little bit more into the things that they are passionate about and it's really just cool to see like the spark within them when we uh, we ask them to do like different things that they they have already have a passion for it's just it's really exciting um and it's encouraging to me you know to watch to watch them do it and just to be really excited about you know what we're doing as a, a whole speaking of two exciting things that that y'all will be able to to see in the near future we've got a seasonal keto brick flavor mm, yes in the pipeline and i've already finished the formulation for the ingredients uh, for the brick i've ordered all the ingredients and we're going to start production of that seasonal flavor probably within the next two weeks and then as soon as that production is done we're making uh, we're making about eleven thousand three hundred of that flavor brick i believe mm-hmm. and it's yeah. going to be a seasonal thing so we're not going to make any more than that but this may be may just be my favorite flavor that's so funny yeah it is really delicious i am really looking forward to it. i love i love seasonal i love seasonal flavors yeah. and i'm yeah i'm pretty excited about it's not one. a pumpkin flavor a lot of no. people do pumpkin during this time of year yeah um it's not pumpkin there's no pumpkin in it but it is we have done a pumpkin one and a lot of people really enjoyed that a lot of people we, hated it too yeah a lot of people hated it it was like either too spicy not spicy you know not too spicy or they thought it was amazing or whatever it was but i think this one should fill everyone's cup yeah this one you can't go wrong with this one it's gonna yeah, be it's good pretty good and yeah so we're super excited about that um we're also very excited about the apparel because live savage apparel we had to kind of put live savage apparel on the back burner this year in 2020 because so many of our suppliers for apparel were negatively affected by the virus and like i couldn't get the the samples i I needed i couldn't get the the blanks that I, i wanted i couldn't really you know I don't want to make excuses for myself, but I couldn't be as, as on top of the apparel as I wanted to be as a result of the virus. However, that's why we're going to start bringing everything under our own roof and do it all internally. Like everything that we've learned about the bricks has been just incredibly insightful. And I'm very proud that we've kept the brick production under our own roof in our own hands since the very beginning and have not outsourced it because of that we've been able to have quality control we've never skimped we've never cut corners we've always gone above and beyond and i want to do the same thing with regard to the apparel so we're going to start i mean we're, we're building out an entire section of the new building specifically for live savage apparel which is kind of crazy because we haven't even proven that as a business yet but i feel confident that if we keep it all under our own roof and just continue to add value it'll be successful as a business so when that happens we're going to roll out a whole new line of apparel it's going to be much more innovative much more up to date and just much more fresh yeah different um, options and things like that we're really excited about it we've been talking about it for a long time and we that was really something that we wanted to dive deeper into this year and unfortunately we just haven't really been able to but um I'm really excited to see how that takes a turn in the near future. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good, and um, so that's in the pipeline. We got a lot of things in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. A lot of things in the pipeline. Um, Crystal's not pregnant right now, though. No, a lot of well, people clearly, assume. I just had a drink. Yeah, a lot of people assume whenever we start talking about the future that yeah. she's got a bun in the oven, but there is no bun, and I will not be eating any either. Yeah, no, no bun necessary. 
Um, what else can we talk about? I, I thought we're just totally bouncing everywhere right now. Yeah, we are. But I kind of like it. Yeah. We're uh, just updating everyone because... It's been a we, while. Yeah, we talk so much about different things in all the videos, and you talk about different things in the podcast, and I'll talk about different things on Instagram. Um, but sometimes it's nice to just, like, round it all together and say, this is where we are. Yeah, totally agree. And on that note, I think this... All right, so one thing that I'm incredibly excited about is podcasting podcasting has is honestly our largest social platform um it's bigger than my instagram it's bigger than my youtube it's 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 the biggest platform that i have and i want to be the best podcaster i can be i take a lot of interest in like i said earlier human psychology how to interact with people how to communicate with people and how to learn things from people and teach them things and i feel like podcasting is a great platform and a great medium to do just that so with the new building we're going to make podcasting a massive part of our brand. Like right now, my podcast studio is the size of a closet. And it is the tiniest thing ever. <laughs> and the, the airflow in there just is terrible. So it gets super hot in there. My desk is bigger than the room, so I have to crawl underneath my desk in order to get into my podcasting setup. It's just not good. It's You, you can't really do in-person podcasts, so you have to do a Zoom podcast and then the audio quality is just not really up to my standards because it's a Zoom podcast. It just It's not really ideal. However, the new building is going to have a 20-foot by 40-foot podcast studio, which is colossal. And I'm going to have all the acoustic tiles in there. I'm going to bring people in. I'm going to fly people in on the company's dime. And I'm going to train with them, cook with them, grill steaks with them, have a glass of wine with them, podcast with them, and make the entire thing an experience. And then that's going to be the podcast format going forward, which I'm just stoked for. Yeah, at first I thought it was a little bit crazy, but then I just started to realize like how cool of an experience I feel like that'll be. And a lot of the people that we'll have on there, or Robert will have on there, it are people that we want to hang out with anyways so it will just make it like a really cool experience and opportunity to get to know different people and get that real personal like one-on-one feel yeah because i feel like like right now we're doing a podcast and we're in person and obviously we know each other pretty good we're pretty comfortable with each other because we're married um but being able to just have the river in the background have a glass of you know whiskey and zevia coke in our hand relax not have a time constraint because it's just a laid-back format not have a script and just be able to like talk and enjoy each other's company have a face-to-face interaction i think that is so incredibly valuable especially in today's culture of just micro media in which everything is cherry-picked and everything mm. is just very very short and the actual message is skewed i feel like having longer form podcasts is going to be key so going forward when we move into the new building it's going to be much longer podcasts it's going to be in-person podcasts and it's going to be just to put it bluntly badass it's going to be awesome (laughs) it's going to be awesome i'm excited about it um so yeah that's one other thing in the pipeline it's getting about time for me to go jump on a deer stand oh boy and see if i can you know draw a deer tag harvest the deer put some meat in the freezer so i'm about to get ready to do that what are you gonna do i'm not sure i might i might either go with you and sit there that'd be kind of cool or 
I'll stay here and hang out with Jack. Yeah, yeah. I think Crystal killed her, and I don't think I know this, but Crystal killed her first and just massive deer last year. And it was a pretty good experience for you, right? Yeah, it was a great experience. Well, I went, I, I got the deer with a gun, and Robert will be bow hunting right now. It's bow season in Arkansas. Um, but yeah, it was a really good experience. Oddly, like it was, it was pretty surprising. I wasn't really sure how I was going to feel. Um, I think I've only killed a bug before. And so that was an interesting, well, that's not true, but I mean, it was just like mice or whatever. Um, we had, we lived out of town when I was younger and my mom has stories to tell, but, (laughs) um, but other than that, um, I just wasn't really sure how I was going to feel. And, um, so yeah, it ended up being a really great experience actually. And I would totally do it again. And it felt really good to be able to provide food. You know, it like you, that's really why we do what we do. And we, I've done it once, but, um, you know, that's why, why Robert does what he does. And, um, I don't know. I just have a, a much bigger respect for it now. Whereas before I was like, oh yeah, they're going to go hunting, whatever. But now it's like, I understand and it is a it's a interesting sensation that you'll feel um it's not like a oh yeah it's like wow like it's a respect and it's a I'm I'm grateful to be putting food on my table and things like that so yeah it was a really great experience and I have Robert to thank for that because he provided the opportunity for me yeah for anybody that that's followed us for a length of time you, you know you've probably heard us talk about this farm and what it is but this farm has been in our family for either four or five generations now and this is my this is my like place like this is it right here i mean we've got a cabin right over here that was that we've built we got the river flowing behind us you know this is where we have our thanksgiving this is where we have our deer camp this is where we have moments of just incredible solitude and just deep 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 bonding this is also where robert and i got married yeah we got married here um and this is where my dad says he wants to have his ashes uh you know scattered and this this farm runs deep in my family's bloodlines and i appreciate this place more than any other single place it's it's where my heart is is full and true and there's no internet signal down here. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no YouTube. There's no none of that stuff. You come down here and you are forced to be in a place of solitude, in a place of peace, in a place of tranquility and pristine, unadulterated wilderness. And when you allow yourself to let go of all the chaos the world brings to the table and you become one with your own thoughts your own mind in the context of the beautiful serenity around you it's like the most therapeutic calming peaceful experience that i've ever ever had um it's pretty cool to be here with you yeah it's uh, it's something that i i personally i didn't grow up with and i never thought i would have something like this but having the opportunity with the Sykes family to have something like this that I feel like I can also call my own um, 
is just a really amazing opportunity. And we don't bring very many people up here. You know, we, we, we like to, but, you know, it's just you bring someone up every so often. And to see the spark in their eye is just really cool. He's had a couple of friends up here. And to just have them come back and explain to you how awesome it was, it's just it, there is nothing better. There is no place I respect more um, because the family has put a lot into this place and continue to pour themselves into it. And it's just a really cool opportunity for, for someone like me who, who hasn't had this and never thought I would be able to experience it. Um, it's just really cool. And it's such a, it's such a, like, it's a big thing that keeps the family bonded. Mm -hmm. Um, just really amazing. And it's so beyond beautiful out here that you just, you can't help but to come out here and just feel like in awe of nature, in awe of everything surrounding us and Robert asked me earlier today what I love about coming out to the farm and it's like there isn't anything bad <laughs> it's it's just simply perfection in its most natural state so amen to that amen to that well ladies and gentlemen I'm gonna go step on a deer stand climb up a deer stand see if I can harvest a deer with my bow Bow hunting is amazing, by the way. It's like such a such a sport of discipline and consistency. I mean, anybody can practice up with a gun and be reasonably accurate at 200 or 300 yards. But with a bow, it's like if you're not practicing on a daily basis, then you're you're not giving the animal the respect it deserves by, be, by being able to put a well-placed shot on it and prevent any unnecessary suffering. And bow hunting is just it's taught me a lot about life honestly so i'm gonna grab my bow i'm gonna climb up the deer stand i'm gonna enjoy the day come to a close watch the sunset and then spend some enjoyable time with my wife so crystal thanks for coming out here to the farm with me uh, if anybody follows me they probably know where you're at but just in case they do not where is your platform uh, you can find me on ladysavage.com or on Instagram at the.lady.savage. And then together we're on Facebook for Team Savage or Live Savage. Alrighty. Well, that is where you need to go to find her. And um, stay tuned for some interesting content that we have in the pipeline because it's going to be good. I feel like it's going to be very advantageous very beneficial i'm super excited to start diving into the things we're going to be diving into so thank you all for everything that you do thank you all for everything i mean like really and truly like chris and i are on the podcast and i know you probably get tired of hearing us say thank you thank you thank you <laughs> you're our oxygen we couldn't do this without you like all the things that we say but we truly truly mean it from the bottom of our hearts like you know the fact that you buy the keto bricks the fact that you support the business, the fact that you send us emails about how something we've said, done, or, you know, recorded has changed your life in a positive way. Like, literally, y'all give our lives meaning and purpose. And we could be having a hell of a day and step back and question ourselves, like, what are we doing with our lives right now? Did we, did we totally go astray by not following the standard, you know, mainstream protocol with life but then right when we start getting those feelings we'll inevitably get an email from one of y'all mm -hmm. and it'll be like you know i i lost x amount of pounds i totally changed the way i view my family i'm not taking any prescription medications anymore yeah like, like that's just 
brings us back to the core and and gives us like undying confidence that we are doing what we were meant to be doing mm-hmm. so for that i thank you with all with every fiber in my being because you have made our lives worth living and i will never take that for granted so thank you i second everything that robert said i couldn't say it better i love you babe i love you too all right y'all have a good one take care thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon adios